There was something I must admit that is funny about the notion of Malibu being infested with illegals and turd grids growing mounds of human egesta strewn about these very, very important critical areas inhabited by the Cognoscenti and the Illuminati, so to speak, of our of our Barbara Streisand-esque world. There's something that I love it. It's called Schadenfreude. And I don't mind telling you this. And I want to discuss this. I want to discuss with you how I love when people get it between the eyes with both barrels. When they learn what we have been saying and we have been told that we're racist or we don't have any love or we're whatever the hell that we're supposed to be. And I say, oh, contraire. No, we are, we are, we are a different, a different and a different noble species. My dear friends, welcome. Welcome to this Saturday night version. I'm so glad you can join the family. Join this group of intellectual firebrands, the the mavericks, the rejects from regular society. I don't mind saying it. I am rejected. I am loathed and despised by so many people that I thought were my friends. Well, I have found a home and I have found friends and they are you. Please like this video, my friends. Please, please, please like it. Please subscribe to the channel. But before we begin with tonight's venture, I want to bring to your attention this extremely critical bit of warning, this 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 admonition from our very wonderful and noble uh, sponsor. Well, chances are you've seen it before. The chaos in the markets, oil and stocks, just when you thought it was safe and interest rates were rising, new threats come out of nowhere. Tensions are boiling from Asia to Europe. Adaptation is the key here to safeguarding your wealth. You may not have considered gold before. It's not speculation, but insurance. And right now, you need some insurance. Noble Gold Investments have been protecting investors from disaster for years with precious metals. So if you're worried, it might be time to take a fresh look at gold and silver. Gold is a proven safe haven shield for your portfolio and a volatility balance against uncertainty. If it helps, Noble Gold Investments is offering a free three-ounce silver American virtue coin with its new IRAs this month. If you open your Noble Gold Investments IRA or 401k rollover, you can claim your coin today. Remember, crisis brews, portfolios waiver, and gold insulates. Secure yourself against the threats. So go to LionelNationGold.com. That's LionelNationGold.com or call 877-646-646. 5347 and tell them Lionel sent you the only gold company I trust. Now remember, there's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee of any kind. This evening, today, my friends, I was doing some reading and some listening. And today, I, Mrs. Elder and I had a wonderful time. We drove out, we got into the uh, Hugo, uh, a stretch. And we went through the tunnel. We said, let's get out of this city. Let's go. And 
you can either go to Jersey or you can go up to, you know, upstate New York, whatever. But Jersey is like another, Jersey is not what you think. Jersey is a, I feel more at home. I feel more kind of amenable to the, the groove, uh, believe it or not. And we're driving up Bloomfield Avenue. For those of you who watch The Sopranos, those of you who remember, this is around Caldwell and these areas and uh, Bloomfield and Verona. And we're seeing just this cacophony, this melange, this pastiche, this myriad, this mosaic, this, uh, this, this. In Verona, it was like there was this this wonderful little um, Christmas. Uh, people were out and about, and they're buying trees. And we see a a bookstore that opened, and a toy store, an actual toy store. I'm thinking, yes, maybe, 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 maybe there's something, and I hope it is a return to some kind of rationality. The reason why things are just good, and for every example of, I think, improvement. In our particular society, I see something else, which is, I think, equally as, as, uh, as nuts. You know, our good friend William F. Buckley writes, Lionel Nation's brilliance shines in insightful commentary, intellectual depth, and articulate discourse made him a standout in our discourse. Thank you so much, Bill. Thank you for that. I appreciate this immensely. Truly. Did you ever hear my uh, chat GPT summary? Look at you got you you're going to love this one. Listen to this. This is my this is my ChatGPT summary. This was great. Oh, where is this, Lord? You've got you've got to hear this one. This was so terrific. Let me see if I can get this one for you. You got to this Have you ever done are are, are you familiar? Do you do ChatGPT? It is it is mind blowing. Well, I'll read it some other time. But it's very, very nice. It's a nice little, uh, it's a nice little uh, respite, so to speak. Anyway, so as I'm thinking to myself, you know, things are kind of getting better. Uh, we were driving around and we're doing our little things. And Mrs. L says, How can we stop into TJ Maxx? Certain TJs are kind of skanky, but there are some ones who are very, very nice. Very nice. And I think that's I think that's probably the biggest retailer. Isn't that about the biggest retailer, TJ Maxx? It's huge. But I always say, you go there, and I'm going to sit in the back in what we call the asshole chairs. These are these are going to home furnishings. They're becoming you know like you know like a little couch or something. That's where I sit. I have my phone and I'm doing myself. I'm just I'm not, and I'm just looking. And I saw a family of. People with their young gals, like three, maybe teenage girls, I don't know, in pajamas. Have you noticed this? PJs are now uh, with slippers. This is considered okay in public. Now, how does that become? I don't know. How does that become? I, you know, what what is it indicative of? I don't know. It's something really to worry about. But there are some things, some trends that are not necessarily favorable, but not necessarily harmful. But I do believe, dear friends, that there is something that is happening to us and something that is so critical. I was told you before, I was doing some research and just happened upon this wonderful, there's a guy I'm going to show you and I want you to follow it. He's terrific. He's on America's Test Kitchen. 
uh, America's Test Kitchen is terrific. And his name is Dan. It's called What's Eating Dan? I don't know what his name is. Dan something or other. Dan. Dan something. And when you watch this, he's very good. Dan. And this one was about why do we eat painful things? And there was a whole thing on, on capsaicin receptors. By the way, Dan, if you would hear, he has this thing right there. He talks like that. He does, he has this Bill Murray Caddyshack here. Where he talks about, so what is it with capsaicin? Well, I don't really know. Capsaicin, and I just noticed this. I, I mesmerize it because I'm a mouth person. I'm a mouth. If you have a lisp, if you're a tongue thruster, if you do whatever it is, please. Okay, let me know. In any event, so I'm watching this, and he's talking about why is it that we are lured to certain things? Why is it that certain things make us attractive? Hot, spicy, bitter, horseradish, um, horseradish stuff. Uh, hot, you know, jalapenos. By the way, question: Where is? of the heat in peppers found. Where is it? Milton Friedman writes, by the way, engaging as varied corporations on YouTube fosters competition, innovation, and boosts super chat revenue, a free market approach to online content. Thank you, Friedman. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this. Where do you think the majority of the heat in peppers come from? Where? Well, let me answer it's not in the skin, it's not in the seeds, but in the rib, the rib, the veins, 70% of the capsaicin. Now, when you look at something and you say, what is it that lures me to something? How can somebody say, for example, uh, Israel-Palestine, it's Israel's defense, they have the right to exist, Hamas is bad, Hamas is in Gaza, And to get rid of Hamas, you blow up Gaza. And whatever happens, that's the way it is because that's where the bad guys are. That's one way of looking at it. The other one says, hey, look, uh, you know, Hamas may be a problem, but they're really a side issue. The issue is 75 years of of apartheid and uh, Israel's wrong and that's it. And you can believe that. How is it that certain receptors affect your mouth? In your brain. How is it that some people are lured to believe this? How is it that that happens? I'm fascinated by it. I have a friend of mine who's very, 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 very uh, interesting. And I'm sure you do as well. This is the classic prototypical Upper West Side, so to speak. Jewish um, uh, female, um, prototypical, quintessential, archetypical uh, dyed in the wool, lefty, um, you know, lib, okay? Hates Trump, loathes Trump. Real, real lefty and obnoxious. One time we were at an event and uh, they they did a Pledge of Allegiance. I don't know that Pledge of Allegiance. And we looked at her. I gave her a look of Don't even think about it. Do it. And she did it. Okay, fine. So, make a long story very, very short. 
She finds out now that all of her lefty friends have abandoned her. They abandon her because her lefty friends despise her Israel. She is devoutly, devoutly pro-Israel. She is a proud Jewess and, 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 and has been abandoned by those people that she had initially claimed uh, uh, sisterhood or sorority with. And guess, guess who are the people who actually support her? Trump supporters. She's got to go to Trump to find support for Israel. This is beautiful. This kills me. And I told her, I said, don't you understand this left-right nonsense? You want to hang around the Greta Thunberg? Nobody cares about that. Nobody cares about what's going on. This is where it's at. The people who are actually, who will protect you, who are on your side, are actually of the Trump-esque ilk. Veritas, by the way, says, like smoking banana skins, it's actually the fine brown strands that you smoke. Uh-huh. Well, thank you for that. Very interesting. Very interesting. Oh, look at this. TJ Maxx writes, maximize your style, minimize your spending. TJ Maxx, where incredible savings meet the latest trends. Shop smart, dress smarter. Thank you. Again, I have the most brilliant, uh, the, the, the concoctions of these are without peer. I, 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 I thank you for that. Um, so let me ask you something. How is it that you explain these things? How do you explain these, um, How is it that you explain this? Does that make sense? Does that make mm, sense, so to speak? Let me see if I can explain this to you even more so. You are being asked right now to listen very, very carefully. And I want to say something to you because I love you and you're my friend and you're my family and I want you to understand what's going on, okay? Remember what I'm saying. Do not like people like the message. Do not like me, like my message. Oh, you can like me, it's fine, but I want you to say, I appreciate what you're saying. I appreciate your level of analysis. I like the way you're looking at things. I like the way you see things. I like the way you think, okay? That's what I want. There are people in the world who are, I'm sorry to say this, they are professional opinionators. And the latest person who I find to be absolutely schizo effective or affected, ineffective, is Tucker Carlson. And I only bring this up as an example. If you like something he's saying, wait five minutes, he'll change his mind. Now all of a sudden he loves Trump. Then he didn't like Trump. And uh, Ingram didn't like Trump, and all, and all, and all these people. I am seeing so many people who are finding themselves. I want there to be a message, but not about them. I also want to say something 
and I hope she's listening to my friend Roseanne Barr. Be very careful. They're going to use you. Somebody is going to get you to say something that will get you in trouble and give their podcast, their platform numbers. I'm going to say this again. And I didn't want to say this, but I'm going to say this. And I want everybody to join this. As you know, in this thing that we do right now, we there are many, many aspects, many, many factors to what makes a podcast or a particular idea positive or favorable or whatever the hell you want to call it. And if you can say something that gets you in trouble, all the better. I cannot say enough about what she has done for television. She, Roseanne, let me give you an example. And she's wonderful. We, we love her. Mrs. Ellen and I love her. We spend time with her. She's, she's one of these people who truly, when she's not Roseanne, when she's just telling, she told me, she, we were here at a hotel in New York. She's telling me a story about when she was a kid. It was one of the funniest things ever. She's just a natural, she's just a natural comedian. But when she's being Roseanne, the political, I get scared. Just like William F. Buckley says, who says, I may not embrace your views, but I appreciate the sincerity and intellectual honesty with which you express them. Let the dialogue endure. Thank you, Bill Buckley. By the way, I love Bill Buckley, and I loved, if ever you want to see something, Bill Buckley and Gore Vidal were just, oh my God. Bill Buckley, Gore Vidal, Norman Mailer. Remember those days. In any event, Tucker Carlson and others are trying to they 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 land on 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 little flowers like bees, little pollen here, little pollen there. They go over here, they change, they pollinate, they disseminate, and they're trying to land on something. They're trying to. Am I did did that take any pollination there? Yes, okay. Especially when you see people who are who were at at one point the pinnacle of whatever it was, and then now they're relegated to this kind of a unique status. And I have respect for him, but I but I don't think he has the intellectual maturity to do this. But and I think he's got a lot of issues that we'll talk about some other time. I happen to be going through YouTube and just seeing. Oh no, Roseanne's on with him. Please, please. This is to everybody watching her. They're going to try to set her up again. You know that, right? They're going to try to get her to say something. Because she's a lightning rod and she will say something because Roseanne believes that you can say anything you want in this country. You can't. They will destroy you. And let me tell you who will destroy you. Not the thought police, the thought vigilantes. Now, I want you to understand something. There are people also in the world who are so scary right now, so frightening. I don't care. I believe me when I tell you this. I know people who have who are adamantly they are almost they 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 lose their minds when it comes to the discussion of or any discussion of Israel or whatever. And I understand it and I dig it. I understand it. I never do because I see things perfectly. There's no right or wrong. Sorry. 
There's no, there's no right or wrong. Depends where you are. There we go. What the hell was that? It's my ideas that matter. Did you see that? It's my ideas. Not me, but the ideas. Let me give you an example. You can think anything you want. But when you sit there and advocate violence, when you advocate or or countenance or agree to horrible treatment of people, I find it so monumentally disgusting. I cannot deal with it. Gore Vidal, interestingly, says, well, my dear Buckley, your personal affectations aside, your ideas remain as antiquated as ever. It's the clash of ideology that truly matters. Not camaraderie. Oh, yes. Gore Vidal was my absolute favorite. I saw him one time off-Broadway doing um, um, a piece, a trumbo. And he came out and he read. He sat at this table and he just read. He had this binder and he was just reading. It was very good. I liked it. Also saw him in LA one time at the at the uh, convention, and he and others had, of course, the last iteration of the Mid Atlantic accent. Fantastic. Let me go back to what I'm saying. And thank you very much, Mr. Vidal. Thank you. I want you to listen to me very carefully. I know this. These sound like I'm maundering, but I'm not. Here are the rules. Number one, be careful what you say because once they find you saying something that they don't like, they will kill you, figuratively. Number two, it, it, people love to destroy everybody else. It's it's the scalp. If you're the scalp on the wall, it doesn't matter. They love to destroy you. They love it. They want um, to take uh, great pains and, and, and getting you in trouble. Roseanne, for example, made a statement that I thought, frankly, was nothing. I'm not going to repeat it. I'm not going to go through this again. It was like, so what? If you don't like it, big deal. I'm an adult. I have seen and have been involved in cases where um, bodies have been um, hacked apart and left to rot in the Florida baking sun. So I've seen some pretty nasty stuff and there's nothing that you can say that will ever even come close to the horrors of seeing a, a child, a uh, child's body, for example, left in the woods or something. I've seen some terrible stuff. Roseanne can never say anything. You can just go and look at, look at the atrocities that mankind has done. Roseanne cannot say anything even remotely similar to that. Edie Crowley, by the way, says, I must read Thought Reform and the Psychology of Totalism by Robert J. Lifton. Will do. Thank you. I love that. Thought Reform. Oh, I love the psychology of things. But you see, Edie, and thank you for your kindness. They want to go after her and they want to lure her. They're not going to take care of her, and they're not going to take care of you. 
something happened recently where I don't understand what's going on. Have you noticed how everybody can say anything they want about COVID and vaccines and it's okay? Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that? Explain that psychology. Where did that one come from? I'm seeing stuff all the time. What is this? What is happening right now? Why is this all of a sudden? This incredible sense of um, it's okay. Have you noticed this? I'm seeing it everywhere. I'm seeing next. There were rules. Rules that said, if you say anything that is supportive of Russia, remember during the, the sanctioning, you will be deplatformed. You will be, now it's okay. We have forgotten about Ukraine. Do you remember the derailings? Remember? Remember the derailers is a good musical group. Remember when when um when Booty Giggity Giggity was remember when he was remember the, the, the trains that were derailing? We forgot what happened with that? What we just forgot, we just forgot about it. Lahaina, we forgot about it. Flint, Michigan water, we forgot about it. We 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 just I don't understand. They're also doing things right now, which is important. They're basically, I guess there's no prohibition whatsoever on saying anything resoundingly anti-Israel. Have you noticed this? Yet, the student body president of the New York University Law School was removed from her position for her statements regarding Palestine. So I, I, don't, I don't understand what's going on here. My friend, my Jewish friend, is now turning to Donald Trump for uh, simpatico regarding uh, this is nuts. Do you see? And I love this. And what I want, what I want, I want to go back, and I'm saying this as a friend. What I want somebody to do is Roseanne. They want to get you again. Be very careful. They want to snag you again. They know you are a comic. You say things. Let me give you another example. Do you know why college campuses for the longest time have been the breeding ground for some of the most ridiculous thinking of all time? Now, one man's ridiculous thinking is another man's innovation. There are some people who come around with different things, different ideas, and they're not really that crazy, but but sometimes I think when they involve, you know, violence, that's another story altogether. You mentioned, Edie, about the, the, the I love the psychology of thought as well and how things just all of a sudden come out of nowhere. Do you remember, who remembers, dear friends, in the 60s and 70s, environmentalism? Remember Yule Gibbons? Remember Yule Gibbons? Tastes like a pine nut. Remember that? Hi, I'm Yule Gibbons. And I have grape nuts. Tastes like a pine nut. Or pine, pine nuts, right? Remember that? Yule Gibbons. And Johnny Carson made fun of Yule Gibbons. He would eat wood or whatever he was. They were called environmentalism. Water, stop pollution, pick up trash. Lady Bird Johnson was against uh, uh, 
throwing trash about and and um you know anyway littering and it was wonderful remember that hey let's make let's make our air cleaner let's don't look at the smog the smog that that's a portmanteau of smoke and fog it's kind of a truncation if you will it's a neologism and it was wonderful yes remember that yes only you remember this iron eyes cody a sicilian remember him in his in his canoe he had a tear remember that one it's a canoe he's a sil- anyway chief j strongbow joe scarpa sicilian or italian anyway that's where i grew up i said this is wonderful yes let us let us do our best. Let us, you know, uh, protect. Okay, fine. Acid rain. Yes. Then around whatever. Remember the f- polyfluorocarbons? They said we got to get rid of aerosols and freon. Why the the ozone hole? It's going to destroy the ozone hole. Then it took us. Like, Wait a minute. What? That's right. We gotta have to get rid of propellants. Well, they're back, but anyway, we have to get rid of that because of the, the the ozone level. If we don't do that, we're all gonna get cancer. We're not gonna have this 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 protective barrier that protects us against. Okay, fine. And freon, freon. God forbid you have. Remember the air conditioner? You had a guy with freon. He goes, "I can fix your air conditioner." Remember that? And in Florida, air conditioning was critical. And that was a little crazy. And then all of a sudden. Here comes Al Gore. Global warming, an inconvenient truth. Hey, that was terrific. Oh, here's a good one. Lionel's dating app. Lionel dating, where free speech meets love. Express yourself openly. Find genuine connections. Embrace affection. Celebrate individuality. Join now. Thank you. I I think this particular family, we're going to have Somebody has to meet in the chat session and they will all go to the wedding. I'll officiate because I am a, I, I'm a minister with the universalist life. I'm a minister. So I can, I can, you know, I've got my credentials and all that. Anyway. <clears throat> and it, it, it's, it's a little crazy. Al Gore. Okay, Al. Well, I guess maybe warming, yes, or, you know, it seemed like, okay, maybe. And then, where were you the day you met this? How dare you? I could be in school, but I'm here. How dare you? You make me sick. How dare you? I said, who in the is this? That's Greta Thunberg. Who? Greta Thunberg. Who the is Greta Thunberg? How dare you? You better tell this twit to quit telling me how dare I don't even know who she is. Who is she? What is she? What is she? I might think, well, she's on the spectrum. Oh, no, not that again. You know, there's all these people. Who... Oh, she's a Hamas? Of Hamas? Oh, that's the best. Hey, Hamas. Hey, listen. Say no more. I'll bet you anything Bibi is saying. How do we get her to be the voice of Hamas? And Hamas says, no, no, wait, wait. Hold it. Wait, wait. 
Of course. Oh, against yeah, uh, right. But she's kind of pro Hamas. This this is probably Mossad. Maybe think about this. Hamas is saying no. Not the one. Not not the one with the. How dare you? No, no. Tell her no. Don't help us. How dare you? I was doing that the whole week. Every single. I'm sorry. We're out of. Uh, uh, sweet potato fries. How dare you? I couldn't be in school. Who the hell are you? What are you talking about? I'll never forget that. I, she had this snarl, and we thought, what the? What is this? What is this? And then it went nuts, nuts, crazy. That's where we are now. Global this and. And and everything was global warming. Everything. We're losing our mind. We're coming back. Remember, the pendulum is swinging back. And it's going to swing back like a a wrecking ball, really. Now, my friends, stand by for one second and listen to this very, very, very critical word about food. Because let me tell you something. If you don't listen to this, I will say to you, how dare you? Patriot, the world at every level and facet is in peril. Everything has changed. The Great Reset is here. Just look around you. You must become more self-reliant and sufficient and secure the future for your family. Act today with My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the country's largest preparedness company, and it's more than equipped to stock your shelf. Their best-selling three-month emergency food kit provides delicious breakfast, lunches, and dinners that last up to 25 years in storage. And right now, listen carefully, it's $200 off. That's right. Get over 2,000 calories every day. Just add water and heat, then eat. Make sure every member of your family has a three-month food kit from My Patriot Supply. Go right now to my special website at preparewithlionel.com, preparewithlionel.com for $200 in savings. Be sure to order by 3 p.m. for free same-day shipping. It's best to have emergency food and not need it than to need it and not have it. Take $200 off right now at preparewithlionel.com, preparewithlionel.com. Write this down, commit it to memory, preparewithlionel.com. Good news, I've just found the official transcript or official transcript of Swedish teenage activist Greta Thunberg. This is uh, from 2019, who caused a stir at the UN with her blistering criticism of world leaders' inaction on climate change. The following is an edited transcript of her remarks. This is from Nikkei Asia, and I would like to be doing this for you now. My message is that we will be watching you. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I agree with that. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering. People are dying. 
Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction, and all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you! For more than thirty years, the science has been crystal clear. How dare you continue to look away and come here saying that you're doing enough when the politics and solutions needed are still nowhere in sight? You say you hear us and you understand the urgency, but no matter how sad and angry I am, I do not want to believe that. Because if you really understood the situation and still kept on failing to act, then you would be evil, and I refuse to believe. How dare you! Imagine calling somebody up in the middle of the night with that. Just call somebody at random. <laughs> Look at this. You're miss. You are missing some of the greatest. Oh my God! Some of the please let me let me let me go back. Let me. Oh dear friends, this is so wonderful. Um, uh, this said uh, this is from our good friend Veritas. Says oh, you already said that. Like smoke a banana. Sorry about that. TJ Maxx, William Buckley. No, that's not it. That's not it. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. Here we go. 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 This is from Veritas. First press pick I ever. Environmentalist, environmentalist in Melbourne, Australia. There was an aspidistra on a side bench. I put in front of him and said, "Wave your hands as you say rhubarb, rhubarb, perfect, batshit crazy." The pick editor loved it. I want to party with you. I don't know what that means, but I love it. I love your style. Aspidistra is uh, one of the perennial herbaceous plants from rhizomes. Let me read this again. This is one of the, this is really interesting. First press picture I ever. Environmentalist in Melbourne, Australia. There was an, an apsidistra on a side bench. I put in front of him and said, wave your hands as you say rhubarb. <laughs> Perfect batshit crazy. The picture editor loved it. Thank you for that. Thank you. Check this out. Here's Greta Thunberg. Lionel Dating, where hearts unite for a sustainable future, connect, share values, and spark green love. Together we can make a climate conscious match. You are a genius. That's all I have to say. Okay. So now, where are we? Most people think she's a lunatic. Okay. And the best part about it is that we don't care about this nutty business anymore. We simply, we, we just, we, we don't care about this. It makes no sense. It means nothing to us. Rafael Legonde says, a show with you and Roger Stone would be out of this world. Could you please invite him on one day as a guest? Are you two friends? Do you like him? You know, we have been. He has always been a gentleman. I've had him on. I've been, uh, we did a radio show one time. Uh, he is, I think, one of these people who is like a wonderful lightning rod. What this man has been through uh, is uh, not even, I think, uh, calculable. Uh, he has been everywhere. He was on with Alex Jones. 
He was with Trump. He was... Um, Remember when he was at Alex Jones and junk yogurt went crazy? Remember that one? Went berserk. Uh, Roger Stone was, of course, with Lee Atwater. And I think... Um, I think Lee Atwater, yeah. Uh, what they did to him, that 4 a.m. Uh, ninja search warrant, or that the arrest warrant, that CNN was given a heads up on, that was unconscionable. Um, but Roger is a very interesting person and I'm not necessarily sure. I think he says something the other day, which I did not agree with. What was it? And by the way, that doesn't mean that, that there just means that I just don't necessarily share that. I don't share that particular idea, but he is a character and God knows we need more character. I, um, I think I told you. There is something, I'm not going to mention his name, but there is somebody whose name you would mention who who blocked me from um, following him on Twitter because he said, Palestine is a red line issue with me. I'm thinking, what the hell did I say? <laughs> what did I say? I've been more than clear about understanding that, but it just goes to show you. Um, I'm very careful, by the way, uh, with guests i've been burned so many times for example i have a guest on and the next thing you know the guest turns out to be a serial killer and then uh wikipedia says and he had somebody on who was crazy it's like well i didn't i didn't do that yeah but you you know you had somebody on who wait a minute are you it was interesting see in the old days you gotta understand something i, I i'm from the day of talk radio and the only, the only thing they cared about was don't use the f bomb don't don't lose the don't lose the license say whatever you want have anybody on you want my friend one of the greatest greatest guests ever was a guy named gg allen by the way george len says roger stone was poisoned by his own admission polonium i believe yeah he's he's very interesting very interesting Rite Aid, Rite Aid, Lionel Nation approved. Elevate your health game with quality essentials. Your wellness journey starts here. Rite Aid Wellness. Thank you. I can see somebody really says, how does he get all these? He's got these great sponsors. And not only they sponsor him, but he, but he, they, they super, they super, uh, or they, uh, super, anyway. Sorry. They super chat him. Uh, See, I, I, I don't fit in this world. And this, this is why I was going to tell, tell um, uh, Roseanne. Roseanne, be careful. Really think about what you're saying. Really understand. These aren't your friends. These are people who are going to use you. And if you say something in the course of a, of a broadcast, they're not going to cut it out. Like I would, I would say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, we're going to, oh, no, no, no. I one time, I'll never forget this. I one time did a, an interview with somebody. So help me God, it would, it would have gotten him indicted. Do you remember that one years ago? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, uh-uh, can't, can't do it. Won't do it. It would have been great. 
But I just couldn't do it because I'm setting the person up. These are different times. Now, let me go back to what's going on right now. And I want you to listen to me, and I want you to not listen to me because you like me. Listen to me because it's true. The only way that we are going to win, the only way that we have a chance against this lunacy called whatever it is, this leftist, radical, left, woke, whatever, whatever, whatever this, whatever this is called, whatever, whatever the hell is called. I have no idea. Whatever it's called. The only way we can possibly get rid of this is through something brutal. Not Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis does not have it yet. Okay. Nikki Haley does not want to be the. Pro- I agree one hundred percent. She wants to be uh, a. Uh, she wants to be uh, make a lot of money on, you know, boards and. Okay, it's fine. I dig it. There is no other Republican, even close. To doing, and the only reason I want the Republicans is because they're the only co- counter. Bobby Kennedy Jr. is through. You understand this, right? You you understand this. Bobby Kennedy Jr. may be popular, people may like him, but he's going to pull. He's going to pull uh, votes away. Did you read about Cornell West being broke and all this stuff? Check this out on Drudge. Cornell West, I I never, you know, uh, he's entertaining, I guess. I like that thing he wears around his neck. I don't know what it is. It's like a, it's like a scarf in reverse, but whatever. Bobby Kennedy Jr., they're going to crucify him on what they call uh, Vax business, but also they're going to get him on on being uh, Israel, pro-Israel. And that's he he because why? Because remember, he and Shmuley went on this cross country whistle stop barnstorming where he had to tell everybody I'm not anti Semitic when he suggested that there may be actual uh toxins or viruses or bio warfare designed and targeted towards particular genomes and the like. Veritas says book suggestion for your viewers. Keep the apodistra, apodistra flying. George Orwell was, has created a darkly compassionate satire to which anyone who has been oppressed by the lack of brass or by the need to make it. Your style of writing is incredible. I really like it. Thank you, Veritas. Very interesting. Very mondo. Very um, kind of beatniky. When you write... I feel like like somebody at the Village Vanguard or something, or maybe in the maybe I'm like at the blue at Blue Note, and they're having some kind of a of a Charles Mingus uh, cover band, and we'll just read your your super chats. Book suggestion for your viewers: Keep the appetizer flying. Orwell's created a darkly compassionate. Very good. I like your stuff. I like your writing. It's got style. Okay? But anyway, whether people like it or not, and I would say, listen, there is so much that Trump does where I think to myself, what the hell are you doing? 
but he's the only one who can go in there and say, guess who's back? And just rip through this and shake everything up. And you know what? I'm ready to go back to that. All my friends that I left, all the people who didn't like me because of whatever, fine. Bring it on. I can't take four more years of the Democrats. Cannot do it. Cannot do it under any circumstance whatsoever. Period. And Bobby Kennedy doesn't have it. Doesn't have the stones. Because here's the deal. And I want you to understand something. And that's why people don't understand this, but we need another Henry Kissinger. Now, let me qualify this. Not the Cambodia stuff, but we need a realist. We need somebody who says, now listen, she, I call him she, she, or Mr. Jinping, whatever you do, I got to talk to you about some stuff. Now listen, we're going to look the other way with the Uyghurs. I know they're a pain in the ass, and I know what you, I know your point exactly, all right? Notice how the Uyghurs, nobody talks about them anymore? Yeah, but they're concentration. Nobody talks about them at all. You got to make a concession. I'm a realist. I'm not going to lose everything on the Uyghurs. I'm sorry. But you got to cut this counterfeit stuff out, and we need you to work with us on what's going on in the Middle East. Let me ask you a question. Everybody here, let me ask you a question. Be honest with me. Be honest with me. Let's assume you were in Israel. Let's assume you were an Israeli. Could be an Israeli Jew. Could be an Israeli Christian. A Coptic. An Arab. Okay? Let's assume. Would you want all of Israel for yourself, or would you want to share it with the Palestinians? Answer my question. Don't say what you're supposed to say. Answer the question. Would you want to own it yourself? Or do you want to kick these people out and say, get rid of these people? I'm tired of this. This is ours. We never had this in mind. I don't want to share this anymore. Answer the question. Look at our good friends at Barnes & Noble. Dive into the worlds of wonder at Barnes & Noble. Explore endless stories, ignite imagination, and discover your next adventure. Unleash the joy of wonder. By the way, here, here for bookstores. Thank you, Barnes. What would you think? What would you think? If you're in Israel, you're in Israel. What would you really want? Come on. You're an Israeli. What would you want? You're an, you're, you're, you're an American. You want to share? No. No. I don't want to kill people. I don't want to, I don't want there to be, I don't want any, I don't want kids to be, no, 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 that's ridiculous. What they're doing in Gaza, sorry, Uh uh-uh, no way. That is a lose-lose, and I know it's tough, but you're being drawn into this, and believe me, Hamas has played you perfectly, okay? That notwithstanding, what is it that you want? What is it that you want? Ask yourself this question. If you were in Vietnam, look at Sparky. Sparky says, I'd share it. You have no idea what you're talking about. How are you going to share it? Share what? What does that mean, share it? Two-state solution? Share it? East Jerusalem, West Bank, you want to share? Okay, I'll have it today. Can we go to the to, to the hotel? No, we own that. Okay. Now, when you share something, That means you don't own it. And I want to own everything. 
This is the United States. We don't share anything with anybody. You share it. Come on. Let me ask you a question. Let's flip it around. If you were the Palestinians, what would you want? First thing you would want, if you would say, this is ours, and I want to take that that uh, UN resolution, whatever this, this in 1948 business, and reverse it. This is ours. We don't care about the UN. How dare you? We were here first. I don't care about it. This is what they think. Now, am I surprising you with this? Does this does this shock you? The, the Palestinians are going to say, I don't want to hear this stuff about this. I don't know where you come off saying this is yours. What the hell is this about? We're here. We were thrown out of our homes. If you don't understand the way the two sides think, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. I, I just, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Does this surprise you? Does this really surprise you? I, I don't understand this. So I need somebody like Kissinger who says, I know what these people think. I know what they think. And let me tell you something. Don't get me near a war. Don't get me near a war. I would be the worst because I'll finish it. I don't leave anything. I don't leave. You, you don't go into a little war kind of half-ass and you do a couple of skirmishes here and there. No, 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 no. See, you, you, you're not going to like this about me. It's not because I'm bellicose at all. Not at all. I'm not pugnacious. I'm not bellicose. I'm not into this stuff. I'm into reality. I am a realist. Stand by for a second, my friends. Let me tell you something. You know what I was thinking today when all, all these people walking around? Especially these kids walking around in pajamas. Have you seen this? Pajamas and slippers. I thought, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I I I don't want to go up to a complete stranger saying, but listen, but if you want to dress in the best looking pajamas and the best bathrobes, if that's what you want to do, the best slippers, you know who you know who kills them with slippers? The folks at mypillow.com. I know you're thinking pillows. Oh no, 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 no. Slippers. Listen to this. Let me tell you about my great friends at MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. And by the way, use promo code Lionel. Use promo code Lionel and receive a free gift. No purchase necessary. And yes, I realize that gifts are free. It's a tautology. Get over it. Sue me. So what are we talking about? How about Giza Dream bed sheets? MyPillow 2.0. Sheets, slippers, percales, towels, quilts, bedspreads, mattresses, mattress covers, mattress toppers, linens, kitchen towels, bathrobes, name it. Items to luxuriate and relax. And don't forget, Christmas is just around the corner. And yes, it makes a great stocking stuffer and it's fine for dad or grad. Made by the greatest company from the greatest people in the greatest country. Or call 800-645-4965 if you're OG and see how quickly Michael and Del Andrew is a phone. 800-645-4965. But don't forget, only use promo code Lionel. That's MyPillow.com. Promo code Lionel. MyPillow.com. Promo code Lionel. Our good friend Sparky says, I'm getting, he says, are you kidding? The U.S. is all about sharing. You have a lot to learn. Who thinks that the U.S. is about sharing? What do we share? Help me with this. The United States? Ask Mexico about sharing. I mean, what? Sharing. Us? 
How many military bases? Oh yeah, we we share. We go to other countries. Do we share military bases? And do we do we no? Do we let other countries in here? No. Do we share our no? But we go to other countries. We have what eight hundred what bases in seventy countries or whatever that whatever the statistic is. Who believes that the United States? It's a good question, Sparky. Who believes that the United States shares? Who? Anybody? Are you kidding me? Share. We share, share and share alike. Share everything, all people, all the people's money. My God. Listen, I got to tell you something. And I know you're not going to like this. This is my country and I love my country. But the government is the most rapacious, thuggish, gangster anybody has ever seen. The worst thing in the world is for us to be your friend. You know how they say in the mob, never let them do you a favor. You know that, right? Never let anybody in the mob do you a favor. Then you owe them and they'll never let you go. Oh, we're the worst. Oh, we go in. Let's face it. Um, World Bank. Um, uh, monetary Fund. All of these supposed extracurricular world. We go into your um, country. Hey, listen, we'll help you out. You read the um, uh, Confessions of an Economic Hitman, John Peter, whatever his name is, Peter, John. I interviewed him, loved him. Stop it. We are the worst. We are thugs. We are criminals. We go in. Well, we did in Vietnam. Who the hell Gave us the right to go into Vietnam. Why? We just go in where we want. Iraq, yo, we're going in there. Why? Because we want your oil. But we're going to say it's 9-11. Hey, Afghanistan, you're next. Why? Because you have the Saudi Arabia of, of lithium. We want your stuff too. Why? Because we're the United States. Screw you. We do what we want. Look at look at the Newland. Look what she's telling uh, Putin, hey, listen, Ukraine's going to be a, a NATO. We're going to squeeze you. Why? Because we own NATO. We are NATO. Don't even give me this stuff. Share? Bill Buckley says, my pillow, embrace quality sleep, conservative comfort, support nights with principles, rest soundly, dream boldly, your pillow, your values. God, it's beautiful. Yes, thank you. Henry Kissinger, did you read this? I'm not going to mention this. His his, uh, you would know him. He's a he's he's a good guy, but he's so pie in the sky. He's got his head up his arse, and he's very popular, very smart. And he wrote this excoriating this execration about against uh, 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 Henry Kissinger. He's a war criminal, and he's. Oh, shut up. What are you? T- yeah, and okay. Just disagree with him. But to call him a war criminal, we're war criminals. Alan Dulles, his brother. Shall I go on? CIA, Mossadegh, Coos. Sparky says, half the Israelis agree with me. Your precious Congress is almost all in for Israel. Israelis are only half in for Israel. Boy, you're really getting around with that Z, aren't you, Sparky? Your your code 
you are quite the cryptographer. I think you're right. I think they're let they're letting up on whatever. Listen, Israel, Israel's easy. This is not a this is not a big deal. Israel, the the current leadership is just BB is you're not gonna see I don't want to make it sound like Pauly, but Bibi will not be reelected ever again. This is his denouement, so to speak. George Lenz says, Cambodia was no panacea. You know who agreed with Cambodia? Nixon. That's who did it. You know who was um, involved with, uh, remember who, by the way, was responsible for much of our encroachment during uh, the period of time during the Bush administration? Remember the remember the um, um, the uh, whoa God the oh what the hell's the name of it? Not primacy. Um, executive. Oh, what the hell is it called? Administrative. What the hell is it called? You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, it was Addington. It was Cheney. The I'll think of it. Howie Brown says, Israelis. Look at that. You wrote it. Look. Look. Sparky, he wrote it. He wrote it. Wait a minute. Here he comes right now. Here he comes, the jazz man. Funny. I'm currently working on the first novel, Deliver Us from Innocence. It's an experimental work of fiction. Very novel. The fiction of character experiencing love and war as a war co at the turn of the century. Cheers, mate. I'm digging this guy. I am digging this guy. Thank you, mate. I don't want to do that uh, shrimp with the Barbie bit. The, what is it called? Oh, the, oh, God, Eddington, Cheney. What's this called? The executive, not prom, unitary executive. The unitary executive. Okay. That's the thing that got people going. Do you remember that one? The unitary executive. That's the one that gave us signing statements, basically gave Bush the ignition keys to do basically everything. He didn't go out. You called Cheney a war criminal. Addington? No. Do you think... And don't give me this Cambodia. Do you think that that he was the only person? Seriously. Do you think, do you honestly believe, do you really believe that, that Henry Kissinger was the only one to think this stuff? Blues Brothers says, bow, wow, wow, he, he, he. The other day, you know, I had a wish sandwich. Well, a wish sandwich is a kind of sandwich where you have two slices of bread and you wish you had some meat, you know. Remember rubber biscuit? Thank you. Thank you, blues. I'm not worthy of such a brilliant cast of, of uh, uh, people. Now, let me explain something to you also. If I had run Vietnam, In the context of the military, first of all, not 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 uh, you know in terms of you know geopolitical strategizing, I would say no, 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 no. Not because it's immoral, 
not because we're better than that, not because it's bellicose, but I'm saying, no, first of all, we don't want anything for Vietnam. It's not, it's, you're going to lose politically. Oh, the, 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 the munitions uh, shareholders are going to do great, but no, 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 no. We're not, we're not going to, we're not going to do this. No, no. It's stupid. Not because I'm moral or immoral, not because war is immoral, but from a practical point of view, it's stupid. There's, there's nothing we want there. Nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing. There's no reason why we want it. Now, is there anybody here, anybody who would have a problem with going into Iraq and taking their oil? Anybody here? If I came to you and you're the president, Mr. or Mrs. President, uh, Madam President, I guess, uh, uh, I, Mrs. President, uh, I have an idea. After 9-11, let's go into Iraq and take their oil. Anybody got a problem with that? Do you have a problem with that, taking their oil? Anybody? Anybody? Oil makes us more powerful? You got a, you got a problem with that? Anybody? Seriously. Not, 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 you know, it'd be, it wouldn't be a world war. Not a lot of people killed, but we would have kind of sort of a, an understandable reason. And we'll share with our friends. Anybody got a problem with that? Anybody got a problem with that? Why? What morality? What's your problem? What's your problem? We have our own. No, no, no. It's not like we, we, we don't have any oil. Anybody got a problem with that? Are, are are you telling me that you wouldn't do it because of morality? Is that what you're telling? If I want the war, the, the oil, I think it would help us. If it helps my country, I'll do it. Absolutely. If it makes us stronger, makes us get more stuff. Ah, we're going to piss some people off. But a lot of people will respect us. A lot of people say, well, very good. That's the United States we know. Barry Taylor says, rubber biscuit, how dare you? I could be in school. <laughs> Thank you. No, I'm serious. No, I don't want enemies. Hemorrhoid hitman says, I don't want enemies. Hemorrhoid. We've got enemies no matter what we do. That's not what I worry about. I want respect. I want to own and run the world. Don't you? Sparky says, Phoebe's empowered by U.S. Congress near 100% support, so it doesn't matter what Biden says anymore. Elon's full-throated support, sincere or not, didn't hurt either. Oh, absolutely. Now, let's see what happens in the meantime. Sparky, you don't think they're going to to, uh, to um, BB and say, hey, listen, you just, you you keep this up. Do exactly what you're doing. You know, they're saying, okay, BB, look. Now, for the record, we're behind you. You got to cut this shit out, okay? Now, now, I don't know what you're doing, but we're, there's going to be hell to pay because I got news for you. There's people around the world. We may be with you. Congress may be with you. Elon may be with you. Elon's an interesting story. Oh, Elon. Elon does, Elon. I'm worried about him. And he seems a little erratic sometimes. And you're going to be hearing a lot of stuff about behaviors in life. But but that's not it. But let me make something very clear to you, my friend. 
I want the United States to be the biggest, baddest, toughest, most powerful, the richest, the most productive. I want to be everything. You got a problem with that? I'm not going to go in and just start clobbering little countries. Do you have a problem with that? Anybody? Anybody? You got a problem with that? Edie Crowley says, if an Israeli soldier really fell in love with a Palestinian princess, where could they go? By the way, I've got your work right here. I've got the Edie Crowley um, uh, portraiture, and I thank you for that. I want my country to be the best. Let me tell you something. Do you remember how great it was after World War II? What do you think that was about? What do you think it was about? Remember that? You remember the 50s? Probably. That was before my time, too. Dear God. Look at this. Our friend from Lionel's Indian Cigar says, Lionel's Indian Cigars, a journey of rich flavors and elegance, unwind with quality blends, embracing the essence of indulgence. Test the greatness. Thank you. George Lenz says, do you remember the film The Three Days of the Condor? Yep, with Robert Redford. That film was quite telling. There was much discussed that applies today. Oh, yes. You see, I'm sorry, but I would want, I want a Kissinger. I want him to tell me what we need to do to run the world. Now, again, you may have a problem with that, but I don't want you in my cabinet if you got a problem with that. Here he is, the jazz message. Siegfried Sassoon from the poem Suicide in the Trenches. You smug-faced crowds with kindling eye who cheers when soldier lads march by. Sneak home and pray you'll never know the hell where youth and laughter go. I'm going to party with you, my friends. Now listen. I, 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 just so that you understand this. In my world, I want to keep all uh, conventional warfare to a minimum. I think it's sloppy. It's messy. It uh, doesn't help. It makes us look bad. It's too expensive. It's too costly. It's not what I want to do. Okay? You got that? It's not what I want to do. But I want to run the world. I want to run the world. And I want the world to follow my example and follow what I say. And what I would do is I would make sure I would have the best cyber. I would have the best intel ever. My CIA, My first of all, I would have divisions of intel you've never heard of. They're, they're full Complete plausible deniability. No names. It would be so clandestine, you wouldn't even believe it. You'll say, what are you talking about? Oh, no, no. CIA, NSA, if you can spell them, I'm not interested. I want to recruit from the beginning. Not, there was a lot of stuff that in, in, in the days of, uh, the days when Skull and Bones, remember the old days, Yale Skull and Bones and those guys would take people into Intel, but Harvard basically recruited for State Department. But I don't want to go to those schools now because they're worthless. I want people just to be always on the lookout for the smartest people who can really pass the test. My spies would be grandmothers, grandfathers, 
It'd be everybody. I would have the best minds ever. I would make sure that everybody does everything in their power to make sure that I have complete and total control over the entire electronics grid. I would do psyops like you would not believe. I would have the division of propaganda. I would have a psychologist general, like an attorney general or a surgeon general. I would have a psychologist general. I would constantly work on changing, like murmurations, the the attitude of the government. Oh, I oh oh, let me run the show. Spanky says, Sparky rather, or Spanky as he's also known, says Kissinger had a more direct influence on the Argentinian Atlantic Ocean helicopter tours than some of his alleged uh, atrocities. Yeah, you know, he it, it's you know, look, this is not for the. This is not for the, for the weak. You know, those big, bad uh, Marines that we love, the ones that we always support our troops. These guys are killers, killers, killers. And by the way, let me tell you something. Remember what I'm telling you. Never believe anybody who says they used to be with the intel agencies and now they're, now I know there are a lot of great people. Uh, but I don't trust them, and I don't know why. All of a sudden, I don't. I don't believe uh, a lot of folks who are. Who was we were talking about the other day? Who was we? We couldn't believe, honey. About was like, why is he seeing this? Who was we were saying? I don't know. Why? Why would somebody who is in Intel say all this stuff? Or I'm trying to think of who it was. I don't believe half of these folks. I and, and put it this way: If they're out there, the people who really run the show, you will never hear from them ever again. You will never hear. You know, to my good friend, my man here, um, uh, uh, Veritas four sixty four. You see, in my movie, I'm this guy, kind of like the Donald Sutherland character, so to speak. I think I've told you about this. And I work with a young person and I'm recruiting somebody. It's kind of like um, training day or whatever, the Al Pacino kind of a deal. That was too schmaltzy. Too schmaltzy. That doesn't work like that. Doesn't work like that. And I would go out and I would make sure that people, the right people are in my cadre. And I would ask somebody and I would say, let me ask you a question. Are you able to do something which might end up being one of the coolest jobs anybody has ever had, but you can tell no one ever. You'll be at a party. You might have a couple of drinks. There's some loud mouth there. Your brother-in-law talking about something. And you could go in and say, do you know what I know? But you can't. Are you willing to be a part of an organization where you don't have reunions? You don't have a business card. You're paid by some organization. And, you're, and your family kind of thinks you're just kind of a fuddy-duddy, whatever. And you're not going to be doing behind-the-scenes cloak and dagger. But are you able to keep things quiet? Are you able to... Un- do you understand what that means? And, and the reason why you want to keep things quiet is because you want to do it for your own family as well. You want to make sure that your family isn't in any way compromised. And you don't want to say something because, hey, years ago, I was with uh, 
the CIA or whatever. And then somebody's going to say, wait a minute. I remember that guy. Wait a minute. If if he was in the CIA, so was this other person. And then you compromise him. Do you know what that's like? Are you able to understand at my level of this that we don't have enemies? That the enemies change sometimes day to day to day to day. Do you understand that we're going to be dealing with the Chinese and the Russians and the people who are our enemies? You know who they are? They're probably internal. They're probably domestic. There are people in this country who pose more of an existential threat to the United States than any foreign country. Are you able to deal with that? Do you know what this is? So don't give me this crap about Henry Kissinger. This is nothing. Henry Kissinger was nothing. The people who the people who run the show, do you think Bill Gates runs the show? If you know their name, they don't run the show. If you've heard of them, they don't run the show. It doesn't work like that. Oh, they're they're big. He wants to sell, you know, non-GMO mosquitoes or whatever the hell he wants to sell. Do you really think that? Do you think, where is my, ah, here it is. Do you think that this is just what? What do you think this is? Who runs this? It's by committee. And every now and then we have kind of look the other way. We understand. Realism means I know what you want to talk. I know what you want. I get it. I understand what you're doing. I never forget this. Why do you think we stopped the mafia? Why do you think we haven't stopped the mafia? Why haven't we done this? Why don't you think we've stopped? What? Who is responsible for all of this? When, when, when you get to this and you're going to say, okay, you're going to find some stuff out now. Why do you think there's there's um, a border uh, dissolution around the world? Why do you think borders are being breached? Why? What are you going to do? You know, we could we could solve that, right? Believe me, we can solve that. Believe me. Do you know what we could do to stop this? It's not even funny. Do you know how to stop this? I mean, do you have any idea? Yes. But we don't want to stop it. Well, why do you think that is? Here he is, the jazz man says, seriously blushing. I'm just now at 59 going on 19, starting to get loose with my former life experience. Unfortunately, the excellent advice you gave Ms. Barr fits me. They will top you if you open your mouth too loudly. Top. I dig that. That must be Aussie slang for for 86 in you. Remember something... There's a wonderful Sicilian expression, which I love. And it says, if you can get in trouble for saying a little, think what happens if you say a lot. See, I've learned so much. I have learned, number one, there is no such thing as freedom of speech. There is no such thing as anything. The more obvious something is, why do you think that they, how come nobody went after Antifa? Who do you think Antifa is? Let me ask you a question. Who do you think Antifa is? Who do you think BLM is? Who do you think it is? I'm serious. Who are they? Please. And don't tell me it's a bunch of black people who want to make money. But that's the name of it. Who Who is BLM? Who's Antifa? Who do you think? Who organizes this? Who do you think these people are? Do you think they just pop out of nowhere? Do you think the government doesn't know who they are? Do you, seriously, do you think the government would ever allow some group to pop up 
that could actually pose a threat to them? Come on, man. I sound like Joe Biden. And do me a favor. Lose this. Soros. Soros is the biggest nothing two out there. And the same thing goes for his son. Oh, they're good for, you know, this democratic stuff. And that's, no, no. Yeah, okay. Okay, we always have that. Rockefellers did this. Rockefellers were great. A lot of people go out there and, you know, the Trilateral Commission, CFR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bilderberg, Bilderberg. But ask yourself this question. Who really runs, who runs this show? When, when, when you, I mean, do, do you really think that there is this antagonism that China and Taiwan, do you think Ty, China cares about Taiwan? Do you really think, what's going to happen? Well, there's that, there's that Taiwan, that little bay or sea or that water that covering it. But I mean, do you think this? You see, one of the things I love, this is my favorite. And I say this with all due respect. I love my good friend, Judge uh, Napolitano. And I like the Scott Ritters and I love the Mearsheimers. Mearsheimer probably gets it better than anybody. But remember this. Do you really think, honestly, at the highest levels, I mean the highest, do you think Putin doesn't say, what are you doing? Vicky, what are you doing? Okay, all right, okay, all right, all right. You think Zelensky is walking around and say, I don't know what to do. They give me a shirt. Do you I mean, do you think this is good guy, bad guy? Do you think, I mean, do, do, do you think if anybody wanted to stop something? Let me ask you a question. Why has there not been a nuclear bomb so far? Why? Simple question. Why do you think that is? There's certain things that there's rules. We don't do that. We don't do that. Why hasn't there been one? With all of the crazy people in the world, there are about 2 billion Muslims on the planet. 2 billion, roughly. If 10%, remember during the crazy jihadist days, if 10% were these crazy jihadists, they would be going, you would see, if just 10%, that's 200 million. You would have forest fires, <laughs> train derailment, huh? bombings. You would have, where, where do you think they are? Where are they? Where did all the terrorists go? Where did the bad guys go? Sparky says, imagine social media as the English channel in World War II. U.S. government monitors it like the place? Uh U.S. government monitors it, monitors it like the place that all these British radar stations were networked to, then assigns AI, sock puppets, and trolls accordingly. Oh, let me tell you something, Sparky. And that is very good. You don't know one of the things that could be, and I'm telling you right now, and I have tried desperately to get people to understand it, but the scariest thing is AI, AGI, because I don't know where that's going to go. This is the only one where everybody says, huh? What? Ronald Reagan years ago talked about aliens. Listen to me. He couldn't say alien. He goes, aliens. You know, the aliens. The aliens. Yeah, the aliens. 
And Ronald Reagan talked about how the aliens would come to Earth and all of us would work in harmony to deal with the aliens. Why hasn't there been a bomb? There's more order. There's more. You mean to tell me not one person. Oh, but remember all the suitcase bombs? Remember Russians and the suitcase bombs? And that Davy Crockett, the recoilless rifle, remember that? It fits in a backpack. It's a low yield. Not one. Not one. Isn't that something? Where do you think this? How much? Why is there order? It's interesting, isn't it? Isn't that interesting? Remember where the the aliens, the aliens, the the jihadists, Islamo-fascists, and all that. Remember the twenties? It was it was the anarchists. They were the ones, and then later on the communists, and then later on there's this. There's so much order in the world. I. I, I think you would be surprised at how much people would say, I know this. We have to do this. We have to do this. If if the people ever found out that there weren't the threats that people think, that there were more cooperation, if you got to certain levels of realize, you mean to tell me that this Chinese stuff was all bullshit? Yeah. Why? Because it's perfect. It's perfect. Why do you think? Why do you think um, Fox News wants a Democratic president? Why? Because it's easier to program against that. It's easier to have Jesse Waters. And can you believe that? Can you? Did Jesse Waters have Sammy the Bull on? Did I? Did I hear correct? That can't be. Did I hear that one? Somebody told me this. Uh, by the way, Jesse Waters is a jadrool like you. Oh, here we go. Ex Gambino underboss Sammy the Bull Gravano sounds off on Jesse Waters prime time. <laughs> I know a lot of uh, agents aren't too crazy about that one, but anyway. Do you believe, you know, do you, you like these shows? Do you like these mob shows? You ever, you ever watch them? Do you, you watch them? They've got this one and they're all out there. You know who's the best? Do you watch them? If you, if you don't watch them, you don't know what I'm talking about. Sammy the Bulls got one. John Alad's got one. Frenzies. Eh. Chaz Palminteri. Have you seen that? Chaz will talk to anybody and work it into that he's in the mob. It's okay. It's a gig. I love it. You know who the best is? You know who's the best? I mean the best. Really good. Really smart. Really knows his stuff. Mikey Scars. Michael uh, DiLeonardo. The best. And if you sat down with him, and I'd love, could, of course we couldn't do this. It was, it was like, I go back to what I'm saying. Do you know there would be no FBI without the mob? Nobody brought down the mob. Nobody brought down the mob. Never. Do you remember why J. Edgar Hoover, years ago, was rather reluctant, loath, loath, rather 
Cherry, C-H-A-R-Y, it's a word you don't hear too often, very uh, uh, disinclined to go after the mob. Do you know why? Why do you think it was? Because, of course, their big thing was communism. That was J. Edgar Hoover's. Number two, it's not good when the FBI says, hey, guess what? There's an international uh, crime ring in this country that I'm supposedly the chief law enforcement agent about. It's not good for me to admit that. But more importantly, we'll never put ourselves out of business. Never, ever, ever. You need me. Fox News always wants a Democratic president because it's easy for Jesse Waters and these geniuses to say, and did you hear what they said today? They said today that there's 27 genders. That's a lot easier to program than trying to say, wasn't Trump great today? Wasn't he terrific? You never want to get yourself out of a job. Henry Kissinger will never be understood. Henry Kissinger will never, ever be given the, the acclaim he deserves, if that makes sense. And I and I'll, I, all these other people, one in particular, you you know if I if I told you his name, this guy doesn't get anything. Veritas says I was accredited as a war correspondent to the UN Transitional Assistance Command, Cambodia, UN TAC by Military Intelligence, Australia Department of Defense, LOL. I was selling. 10,000 U.S. of information a week to big news corps. Got Mockingbird. You got to help me with this one. <laughs> I know I'm reading this wrong. I'd be reading too much into it. But I dig that. You know where Mockingbird comes from, right? Operation Mockingbird. But I mean the story behind that. I was accredited as a war correspondent to the U.N. Transitional Assistance Command, Cambodia. UN TAC by Military Intelligence Australia, Department of Defense, LOL. I was selling 10,000 US, I guess, of info a week to big news corps, got Mockingbird. Well, Mockingbird, by the way, was one of the greatest inventions ever. Remember when they said that was complete bullshit? It wasn't. That was, of course, Phil Graham. That's what that was the, in the days of the greatest uh, Bill Donovan. That was when the when Intel was the greatest, the greatest. Let me tell you something right now. Do you know? Heather says same reason they're not stopping the sex trade. Absolutely. Let me explain something to you. If you get me and said, okay, we want to stop the sex trade. All right. What would you do? I'm in charge. You sure? Do whatever you want. Okay. First thing I want to do is I wouldn't go after pedophiles like these jadrules, like these chooches on uh, Instagram. You, you can't go after a mindset. No. But I would make it absolutely the most awful thing in the world if you get caught. What I would do, if you let me do this, was first of all, they would say, we know who it is. I can get on the phone. I, believe me, they know who these people are. 
And I would make sure that one of them gets really, shall we say, tuned up. Really tuned up. And that the word is out. It would be the, I promise you, I don't care who they are, the Zetas, the this, the Sinaloa, the Kali, Medellin, I don't care. Watch this. You don't think I can go after a cat? You don't think I can go after him? You can think we we can't disappear, people? Do you, do you, ha- I mean, how, how deep do you want to go? You want to really go after people? I, I don't even want to say it now. But understand something. If you tell me to stop it, I'll stop it. But you don't want to know what I'm going to do. Because I'll stop it. And I will have to do things. Just like Paul Tibbetts, when he dropped that big one on Nagasaki, he didn't want to, he didn't have anything against these people, but he was following orders. And if you want to get something done, sometimes you got to do things that it's best other people don't know about. Plausible deniability. Sparky says, watching Crystal and Sagar, knowing what Garland, Nixon, and the Duran will say about an issue isn't the problem. Problem is Crystal, Sagar, and MSM blackout stories that the Duran, etc. report. I sort of, yeah, sort of. Um, listen, the Duran are terrific. The two Alex fellows. Let me ask you something. Have you ever heard anything? Have you ever heard them ever say anything that was earth shattering? Do you ever hear anything that our friends of the Duran ever said that you can't get there? They're not. They're not tapping into radio free Europe or going underground. They don't have underground sources. They're telling you stuff they know there. We have our friend Eric Thaddeus Walters who watches us now. He knows more. This guy, did you hear what he talked about the Pope and the Vatican? It sounds like he's a mole. No, it's right there. Listen, God bless the Duran, but they're not telling you anything that's that out. It sounds great because nobody's saying it that we're following or nobody's putting together a, a platform as good as they are. But their information is, you watch uh, um, Palki Sharma, watch uh, uh, First Post or Weon or uh, uh, Hindu Times or RT or Sputnik or Pravda or TAS or uh, Global Research or, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry and I, I, I listen. I think the world of them. I think they're fantastic. But do you think they've got information that nobody else? No, they have. They're a, a, a great source of collating that information, presenting that information, which is wonderful. But absolutely not. Oh my God! I've been talking for an hour and thirty-four minutes. Oh, that's enough. Don't you think you've got stuff to do? Ah, come on. Now, let me just tell you something. Again, respect for these guys. Respect for them. Absolute respect. And all of the people, whether it's... It's very interesting. You know, when you hear Scott Ritter talk about some of the numbers, and I love the numbers about it in terms of how many units and battle, and, and Colonel McGregor and all that. Do you think that they are the only ones who know this? No, but they're the only ones... Well, that I know I'm listening to 
It's not that they're undercover. It's not that their information is clandestine or that it's purloined for your edification. It's that they're, we're lucky enough that they're out there saying the right thing. By the way, you should take Mrs. L to Argentina for a vacation. It's great. Not right now. <laughs> Thank you very much. Not right now. I would have loved to have gone to Argentina when I ate meat. That would have been, there's one place that I would have loved to have gone, but alas. Sparky, I thank you, brother. You are a good, good man. And I want to thank everybody who's been a part of this. William F. Buckley, Milton Friedman, Veritas, 6464 in the year 64. Zager and Evans. Thank you, Veritas. Thank you, TJ Maxx. Thank you so much. Gore Vidal, Edie Crowley, the Lionel Dating App. Thank you, Greta Thunberg, Rafael Legonde, George Lenz, Rite Aid, um, Barnes & Noble, Sparky, of course. Uh, who else is there? Uh, Howie Brown. Thank you. Howie Brown spells out Israelis. Did a damn good job. Blues Brothers, we thank. Barry Taylor. Thank you, Barry. Edie, of course, Lionel's Indian Cigars. Thank you. Um, what a great night. What a great, very colorful night. You made my night. You were very, very nice, very, very kind, and very, very generous. Give yourself a big round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. You are wonderful. Now, I want you to do me a favor. You know what I'm going to ask? Do we have this one up here yet? Mrs. L does a an un believable job pointing out oh here's a brand new brand new one she did a wonderful she is in the she is in the trenches my friend she talks about something called the lifeway network this is a brand new one of her uh incredibly important um uh, interviews and i'm providing it to you Please watch it, like it, and subscribe to her YouTube channel. She is getting the message out, and she's also empowering uh, a lot of women and men, but women in particular, to go out and to speak the truth, to try to, to, to do something about and to address human trafficking and child predation at the, at the grassroots level. I am honored. An hour and 38 minutes. I have sat here with you tonight. An hour and 38 minutes. Sparky said, I never said the Duran has secret or exclusive sources. Where did you get that idea? No, no, they're very, very good. Excellent. Uh, but they're not, you said something about the news is blacklisted or uh, Ed, Eddie, thank you so much. Um, no, listen, I, I think they're wonderful. I've been watching them. When it comes to uh, Ukraine in particular, it's not that. Well, let's see specifically what you said. You said. Uh, by blackout, I mean the ma uh, mainstream media and their stooges ignore stories completely. Oh, of course. Um, hang on, where is this? Oh, yes. Watching Crystal and Sagar, knowing what Garland, Nixon, and the Duran will say about an issue, isn't the problem. Problem is, Crystal Sagar and MSM blackout stories at the Duran report. That's true. That's true. They do, they, 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 they're there. And they talk about things which completely, and they always were there contradicting 
this notion that Russia was crumbling under the sanctions. And no, 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 no. By the way, where is our good friend? Uh, oh, what did I can't believe his name? What is our friend's name? I lost my mind. The, the, um, not Lorenzo. Um, oh, God. You know what I'm talking about. He was kidnapped, uh, let loose, I hope. Please, who's the first one who can become a thing? Not Lorenzo. I'm so tired. I can't even think. You know what I'm talking about. What's his name? Who's the first person who can come up with his name? Come on, huh? Not Julius. Gonzalo Lira. Thank you. Thank you, Gonzalo Lira. Where is Gonzalo? He was. Remember when he was like in his manic stage? Wild. Wild. All right, dear friends. We love you. Uh-oh. Eric Daddius. The most incredible one. Have a great and a glorious day, my friends. We'll see you tomorrow at 8 a.m. as usual. Don't ever change. I mean that sincerely. And until then, remember this. The monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Dead, dead.